Welcome to the Checkmates Go podcast. Join your favorite Checkpoint expert, Phone Boy, and his guests as they cover a range of cybersecurity topics to help you secure your everything. Be sure to subscribe and share, and don't forget to rate and review us. And now, here's Phone Boy. And welcome to Season 3, Episode 10. In the previous episode, we talked with Yoni Nave, a product manager at Checkpoint, about the MITRE attack enterprise evaluation for 2020, the results we received, and what that means for customers. One of the things to understand about any sort of evaluation like this is that it's a point-in-time evaluation. We look at the product as it existed at the time it was evaluated, the threats as the tester thought that they existed at the time of the evaluation. An evaluation is done and the results are made available. Things change quite a lot from the time that the report is made available and, of course, the time that you may be looking at it. So it's important to understand that as context. Now, I asked Yoni, if we were to do the same evaluation today, would we get a better score? And here's what he had to say. Oh, definitely, definitely. This is something that we're doing on a continuous basis. The minute the evaluation ended, we already uh, uh, entered all the configuration changes and all the uh, uh, modifications that we had to do into the main train of the product. So if you look at uh, uh, the evaluations, the evaluations took place uh, at the beginning of Q4 last year. Right now, with the latest agent version that is out there, it already covers 100% of everything that was part of the attacks that were evaluated. So, of course, definitely this is something that we're doing um, all the time. Yeah. So can you, uh, can you prov- provide an example of something that in, the, in, that in the MITRE attack framework says we don't do it, but we've since fixed it, just as, a, as an example? So just uh, uh, as a simple example, uh, back then we had uh, 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 one of the misses that we had was in uh, in Linux. We didn't have visibility to one of the instances of uh, user login. This was due to uh, actually some kind of a, of a of a bug that we have in the uh, in the Linux agent. So we just easily fixed it right after the uh, uh, evaluation. So this already exists like uh, from uh, six months ago. It's not uh, not something uh, that was hard to uh, fix, but uh, of course you, you you can't go to the evaluation be a hundred percent. This is uh, you'll always have bugs even in real life. So th- this is. Uh, uh, just one simple example. Yeah, but there's and, and and so I think it's important for the, you know if you're as you're evaluating this, this was a point in time. It's like okay, we evaluated it at this time with these versions and so on, and and since then some of these things. And so it's and by the way, not just with us, but from every other vendor because you know in some cases they've you know I'm sure they've uh, other vendors have also improved as well. But it gives you an idea, and I think you know I think where the context of the, of something like a third party evaluation is important. It's not necessarily the point. The point in time is interesting, right? But it's a point in time. And does it get better? Does it get worse? Does it? And I think that's uh, what's going to be interesting to track going forward with all of this is what is the, um, you know, what is the what is the track record? Now, I think Checkpoint's track record speaks for itself and some of our some of our third party evaluations. But um, that's a, I think that's going to be the, the more important thing is that how do do we continue to maintain the same level of innovation? And oh, by the way, I'm sure MITRE is going to add additional 
um, vectors because the, the hackers aren't stopping, right? They're, they're creating new ways to do the same stuff. Uh, so this is going to change. And so the question then becomes, you know, can we stay to, to, to borrow a marketing phrase from uh, one step ahead, right, of all of the, um, of the different, uh, you know, the, the, the different attack vectors and so on. And so this is, I think this is going to be the interesting thing is to, is to track the history of this. Yeah, exactly, and 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 this uh, this is actually a very good point because we do need to recognize that this is the first year that we're participating in this evaluation. So if you consider that, you actually do understand how amazing our results are. I mean, really, number two in analytics, number three in telemetry, number one in technique level detection for all the techniques, 100% detection for all the uh, techniques that were used. These are amazing results, considering that this is the first time that we're uh, performing uh, this evaluation, and considering that up until uh, a year or two years ago, we were considered to be a pure prevention play, uh, players. Well, not anymore. We already developed a lot of tools, a lot of features. We have a full mapping to matter. We are giving a lot of context, and we it was important for us to participate in this evaluation in order to prove and to showcase with true hard numbers by an objective evaluation for the well, you, you already understand how important this evaluation is in order to showcase our true EDR capabilities and our leadership in the market. And I, I'm glad to say that we uh, did this very successfully. Yeah, I think it's a testament to the work that we've put in. And, and, and although there's a, I think the question that comes up, and I'll, and I'll ask this, uh, is so two years ago, we weren't participating. So what changed in the last two years that said, okay, now we can participate and, and yeah, we, we did a great result obviously, but so what was, what was holding us back maybe from participating two years ago? So up until two years ago, we were in a pure prevention play. We were uh, very much focused on making sure that whatever can be prevented is prevented. So all of our focus was on pure prevention engines. And even in the context of behavioral protection, it was in the context of actually automatically remediate the, uh, the attack for you. Since then, in the last couple of years, we uh, we came to realize that uh, it's not enough, and we do need to uh, uh, create an EDR offering, which is uh, uh, highlighting the context of the attack and giving the tools necessary for the analyst to understand what's going on in his environment, are there any suspicious activities in his environment, and if there are, uh, how we can remediate them either automatically or even manually. And this is why we uh, took a lot of efforts and uh, we, uh, we invested a lot in making sure that the analysts have the proper context for each and every suspicious activity in the, in, uh, the organization and that he has the proper tools to investigate, incriminate, and remediate which is the, the, the basics of, of uh, true leading uh, and, and uh, comprehensive EDR solution. Yeah, and it's also just, again, it exposes the black box of the security solution. It says, yes, this is we're actually doing it. 
and here's how we're doing it. And here's what we see, because let's face it, to prevent something, you need to understand all of that stuff, right? You have to be able to, to, know, to know, you know, just in terms of the prevention, it's it's not enough to just prevent it. It's you, you have to, you know, the, but, but the difference is that it wasn't being articulated before that we were doing it and here's what was happening. Now we're able to do that. And that's, and that's part of this evaluation is, did we detect it? But, you know, and I think that's, you know, it's important that, yeah, we're still prevention first, but we're providing more context around that. And I think it's, and that's hugely important for, for just for confidence in the product. Right. And I think even, you know, even if there wasn't a miter uh, attack framework, I think being able to articulate why something is bad or, or, you know, what was seen and, and that kind of thing, it, it, it just provides confidence. You know, this is what the solution is doing. And I, and I feel, and I feel comfortable that it's going to do it rather than just like some magic verdict that says, yeah, this was bad. I blocked it. It, it, it tells you here's why it's bad or here's what happened to get to this point. And yeah, we stopped it at this point. And, and, Again, articulating all of that to the to an analyst to be able to go look at it and go, okay, well, here's what happened. Or if I need to take some additional action that the that let's say we can't do, but needs to be remediated in other parts of the network, being able to expose that to somebody else to somebody else and go, okay, yeah, we stopped it here, but it's probably somewhere else, and you probably need to do something about it. And this is where you get into, you know, XDR and you know, and in and MDR and all this other stuff, which which we'll have to talk about in the future. Exactly, exactly. And, and this ties really well to our uh, overall strategy of the uh, Harmony Endpoint. This is what we're saying all along. We're saying prevention first, but not only. It's prevention and the combination of uh, a good EDR product that makes the holistic endpoint protection uh, a, compl- a true complete solution. And this is what we're aiming for. And uh, the, the combination between a prevention solution and uh, a visibility through EDR capabilities. And this is why you see it also from MITRE perspective, by the way. This, this year was the first time that uh, they decided not to do just a detection evaluation, but also a protection evaluation. This just enhances the fact that protection cannot be overlooked when you uh, go and 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 uh, review EDR products. It cannot go by itself. It cannot be just an EDR product. It needs to have a very strong foundation of uh, a very powerful prevention capability and on top of that on top of that strong foundation then you can look at the EDR capabilities otherwise it just won't stand you know our mantra is prevention first and I think it's and it's always you know that's always been our uh, always been our forte but it's not either or it you have to do both because there are going to be things that, yeah, we can see it, but we can't, but because it's happening over here where we don't have a security control, we can't do anything about it ourselves, right? So you have to be able to do both things. You want to be able to remediate quickly and you want to be able to prevent and it's, you want to be able, be able to do all of the things and it's, and it's hard to do that. You know, that's why there's so many different solutions and that's why there's so many different vendors and, and trying to get every attack vector. And that's why, by the way, that's also why you need to have a large suite of, of solutions, right? It, you can't just block it on the endpoint. Sometimes you have to block it in the network. Sometimes you have to block it in the cloud, right? And as we, talk, you know, we talk about, you know, that's why, that's why Checkpoint Infinity covers as many things as it does because um, you can't just block something one place. You have to be able to see it in many different places and potentially and, and potentially protect that asset or protect that data or whatever. And, and, and yeah, so it's, yeah, this is part of, uh, you know, we're, we evaluated endpoint in this con, con, 
context. But and by the way, some of the attacks and, and techniques and procedures and such don't apply on the, you know, in the in the whole MITRE attack framework aren't just about endpoint; they're about network controls or cloud controls or whatever, right? And so, so it's important to put that into context: is that that we're you know we're looking at endpoint in this particular evaluation, but we also are looking at the MITRE attack framework in you know, on, on, on our, you know, on our quantum security gateways and our, you know, our cloud guard solutions, right? They all, those, those all kind of, you know, there's all matter, right? It's, and so if you're just looking at endpoint, I think you're just looking at, you're only looking at one piece of the puzzle. You really need to look at this whole, the, the, the broader ecosystem. And I think, I think we get into that conversation that could be, you know, we get into a lot, of, we, we get into a lot more things. And that's where I think, you know, checkpoint really shines. It's not just on endpoint where we've, or, you know, we've got some proof, but I think if you look at the larger ecosystem, yeah, we've got, uh, you know, we've done, we've been, we've participating in third party uh, evaluations on the network side for a long time and we've done very well there. And, and yeah, and I think there's probably so, but there's also other parts of this. You don't just want to focus on endpoint, but that's, that's a huge piece of this, of the puzzle though. Definitely, and I think uh, it's part of the re- realization that's happening throughout the market in the last few years. Uh, this actually refers to the next step of an EDR solution. An EDR, actually, the, the EDR by itself as a concept said, okay, let's visualize and give the entire context to the analyst. Let's make him understand what the, the full flow was. But then... It suddenly became uh, uh, very clear that in order to understand the full flow, endpoint by itself is not enough. And this is why in the recent years, you see an uprise of the next level or the next uh, evolution of EDR, which is XDR. And this is something that uh, we, we are already working on as uh, part of the uh, checkpoint strategy to have a true XDR solution which is built on top of a very strong foundation of an EDR product, enhancing the uh, uh, information from feeds of additional vectors such as the uh, uh, gateways, the uh, mobile solution, the uh, email solution, the IoT solution, the cloud solution, all the all the different checkpoint solutions are going to be fully integrated into a unified holistics, uh, uh, holistic XDR solution. And this is in order for you to, for the analyst to understand the full scope, the real scope of an attack. A simple example is is just combining uh, email information and endpoint information. You just got an email with an attachment of a malicious payload. It's great that you uh, triggered it on a specific endpoint, but maybe that same mail is already waiting in the inbox of 20 other people in your organization. So in that case, you want to quarantine that mail. And this is your bottom line, true remediation end-to-end. And you do need a strong vendor like Checkpoint to give you the uh, solution end-to-end. Otherwise, to try to tie everything by yourself is a huge integration project with a lot of moving parts, a lot of different methodologies. So it really is a very challenging project that a lot of people are, are trying right now. Some succeed a little bit more, some succeed a little bit less. And But when you look at uh, the, the bigger vendors such as Checkpoint that can offer the full suite, then you get a native XDR solution. You don't need to worry about this integration and you get the holistic solution end-to-end. And this is where the Checkpoint 
play really comes into uh, implementation, uh, and, and this is a big difference. You know, we talk about consolidation in the in the in the security vendor space right and, and so there's um you know there, there's different acquisitions that that of course occur but there's but it really comes down to um yeah the you, you there's not every vendor is going to get every 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 vector and that's just that's just that's just the reality of it but if you can minimize the number of vector the number of vendors that you're dealing with then you have a, you have a shot at actually being able to integrate everything together. Um, the you know I think a lot of a lot of uh, organizations deal with um, what is the number like you know forty something uh, different security vendors, which you know then that's those are large organizations, and so trying to tie all that together. And yes, there's even with all of the uh, the duct tape of APIs and everything, you can you can potentially tie some of the stuff together. Yeah, that's that's a lot of work, and you know, and, there, and there's solutions that try to do all of that, and I think it, you know, that's. But but again, you still have to tie them all together, and there's and something's going to get lost in translation. That just happens, and so um, you want to get to you know, getting to fewer vendors gives you a shot at it. Uh, but you know, there again, and, and and again, this is why we try to continue to do more and more. Uh, you know, uh, you know, checkpoint and other vendors for sure, right? We we try to we try to cover all of the bases so that yeah, you have a you have a shot at actually being able to to uh, to protect in all these different ways that it's, and yeah, and maybe some vendor does something slightly better or different, or again, they take, they, they come at it from a different approach. And if you minimize the number of vendors, uh, then I think you maximize the potential of actually being able to, to prevent which is really what it comes down to. And yeah, provide the context that, that, yeah, we did it and here, and here's how, and, and, and yeah, you're right. It's it, at the end of the day, you don't want to get compromised at all. And you want to you want to stop it as early as possible in the attack chain because if you see it on the endpoint, it came through some some other vector most likely. And if, if you can stop it before it gets to the endpoint, then you've got a shot. And that's where you know again having controls in multiple places and and maybe having them tied together with the same intelligence. You know that like you know with you know, with, you know we call that threat cloud on our side. But the idea being that we can leverage all of that uh, all of that rich telemetry and data and be able to say, yeah, this is bad. We should block it. And wherever we can block it, uh, the soonest as possible is, is, you know, prevents it from doing damage. 